But this is the podcast. If you want to wear the headphones, if you can hear no, me, No, I never fine. wear them. I'm, I never I'm just wear here them. to talk. I never I'm wear them. I'm here to have stupid. a good time. Thanks. I, you know, I do appreciate you coming, and I don't want to be I'm interviewed. not a big podcast fan, but I mean, I just like to, you know, I had nothing going on Monday through Wednesday, so I was just like, you know, all right. I mean, I was pretty much just writing, but... I never, ever take a phone call um, during podcast, but it's my agent. Do you mind? No. Okay. Are we already podcasting? I record when you get here, so we just uh, have riffing. And then we'll interesting. Start. Interesting. Hello? He's outside taking a phone call right now during this podcast. He is so effing rude. He is so rude. Chris, I want you to know you're rude right now. When you listen to this back, that's going to be... That's going to be fun for you. Any good um, news? Any good news from the old agent? Yes, I have an audition tomorrow. Oh, lovely. Well, how do you feel about auditioning? I love auditioning. I think it's fun. It depends. It all it really depends. does depend. I hate uh, I don't I hate, like self tapes. I like going I hated I like going, self tapes in the beginning. I don't mind them now. I I still I you know, I've been at this for two and a half years now and I still to this day would much rather go in than stay at home and mm-hmm. do a self tape. Yeah, I get the benefits are, you know, you go, you, you you stay at home, you can do as many takes as you want, you can perfect it as much as you want. There's just something about being put under the pressure of going in and having to talk to somebody, you know, in person. You can't fuck up. You have to do it there. That just, I just, you know, I just show up when I Yeah, when I happens. think we did talk so about this. you you rather go in person because you can show a different side of your personality. They just if, don't you, see. If yeah. You, yeah, if you, if it's I, the, you go to you go to a, do a self-tape, you can't show them anything about you. I mean, I think... 50% the mo- of the audition is the charisma. You well, know what I mean? The most important thing, yeah, I, yeah. I think, is that they know that they can work with you and they'll like to work with yeah. you. You know, and if you... You're doing a self tape. They just, you know, we, talent aside, there's plenty of talented people out mm-hmm. here. We're in LA, so you're gonna see a lot of talented people. Uh, so then, so I think my major strength is going out there and showing my charisma, my character, for sure. Like, you know, who I am outside of the role. Exactly. And they'll hopefully want to work with me. You know. Welcome, folks, to a brand new episode of Conversations from a Room. I am your host. Christian Lugo, and it has been a while since I've done an episode, but I'm so happy to be back here in Los Angeles, California. Uh, it is now the year 2020. Yes, we are in the future, everyone. This is crazy. It's a thing that doesn't seem real, but it's real. So here we are, and I have a very wonderful special guest today, John Young. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm John Young. Hey. I'll never be old, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that really your last name or is that a stage? And my name? last name is Young, yeah. I always bring people here that I meet down the road, you know, mm-hmm. who I admire and who I feel have really good charisma and show a lot of like um spirit, I guess I would say. And you call me as a guy who is um very humble but yet very uh interested in like this hungry world and this like really weird world of acting and 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 hollywood and all that but you you have this small town feel like you you have like this kid who grew up with like a good family and you probably had like you know good people you know surrounded by you and to put yourself in this world it's not easy you know what i mean like it really does take a toll on you how long have you been on sure, here yeah no, i've been here two and a half years mm-hmm. uh i would agree you know that i grew up uh 
In a small town, uh, central New Jersey, Old Bridge, New Jersey, uh, if you know. Didn't she work as a contract or a construction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In construction? So, so I went to Rutgers University, which is right in the center of Why New does, Jersey. I always feel like Rutgers is the school they use in like every script. Like, where'd you go to school, kid? I, yeah, I went you know, to Rutgers. I've, I've actually seen it in a lot of, in a lot of movies. <laughs> right? I guess is it hilarious. sounds good? or is oh, it... What was the movie that I just saw? It is it, it's in New York, right? No, it's in New Jersey. It's in oh, Central okay. Jersey, but I guess because it's like New, New Jersey, Jersey is so popular. It's like, yeah, I went to Rutgers, you know? Well, a lot of, you know, a lot of actors and musicians and people like that out here are actually from New Jersey. I, I like to say that the most talented people are from New Jersey, actually. Um, a lot of athletes in, yeah. in pro sports are Tony from New Soprano. Jersey. Uh, I mean, Bruce Springsteen, That's right. John Bon Jovi, wow. Kyrie Irving. I so mean, then why does New Jersey have such a bad rap sometimes? Because people, and don't get me wrong, because people I'm, are jealous. Well, that's the thing. I'm from Florida, <laughs> so don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say, like, why do you got to bring the stink? I'm, I come from a, from a town where people ridicule every single day. People hate Florida, and I grew up there, and I love well, it. Well, you guys got a lot of crazy new stories. <laughs> yeah. So you, yeah, Florida you did, man. You do it to yourself. Florida man. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. I don't know, man. Seen some wild stuff. What's I, the craziest Florida headline you that you can quote right now? I don't know. Probably something about an alligator, to be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah, that's there's the stereotypical of, one. There's at least 10 of them that come Florida man like marries that. alligator. Something crazy. Yeah. Something crazy. I mean, it's it, I'm like so numb to it by now. I've mm-hmm. seen so many of them. One of the things that bothers me about LA is very it's very politically active, and I'm just not really I'm not really like about politics. But or was like were that, you so. always like that? Or are you just having political fatigue? Uh, I think that I you know I always started off that way, but it's only grown more and more that I care less mm-hmm. as I've grown up and care more about you know personal success and doing my best and trying to be the best I can be. You know. Well, speaking of being the best, um. <laughs> What was your like initiative or your I guess your plan on becoming an actor like moving out to the Hollywood like doing this this crazy career and deciding that this is what you wanted to do? You know, I started out. My first initial dream was to be a major league baseball player. Were you in the professional level at one point? No, you know, I made it to college and then uh, and then I pretty much got hurt uh, my senior year. Uh, it would have been very tough to, Man, at that, that point, so what I happened? ended up moving on. I tore my UCL. Jesus. I had shoulder problems since I was like a sophomore in college, but I just kind of pitched through it because mm-hmm. there was nothing that they could do surgically or anything about it. It wow. was just kind of like a something similar to tendonitis. Uh, wow. But then my elbow, yeah, I tore my UCL, so if you've ever heard of Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I have that, not. Well, it's a, lot, it a lot of pitchers get that. It's like there's a tendon right in your elbow here mm-hmm. that uh, – that snaps, you know, it's the only time it really happens. Oh, it's like the million is, dollar arm. What's that movie? Yeah. Where he gets a spring in his arm. Yeah. That's I mean, it's pretty much just a, exactly like that. It's uh, there's like a, there's a, um, a ligament that goes from your pinky and your ring finger all the way up wow. through your, all the way up to your shoulder, like right at the end of your And bicep. that got damaged. I mean, the only time that people usually hurt it is when they're throwing. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you know, I was just, my time was, you know, I gave it my all, my time was spent. And one day it just snapped, uh, you know, I, a lot of people say that it hurts a lot when it happens. Mine kind of felt like an air bubble popping. It, I, I felt like it was just kind of just worn down over, really? the, over the years. It didn't really hurt that much. Wow. I can't throw anymore. Really? I, still, I never got it repaired. I never Man. did anything so, But about what it. if you would have gone to like physical therapy or something? You think you could have gotten back? Or did you just well, thought, you thought, okay, you know what? I think I want to move on to something else. Well, supposedly it's it's repaired on its own by now because mm-hmm. they say it's about two or three years of, mm. of you know that it can actually repair on its own. But without surgery, it'll nev- I'll never be able to throw as hard as I used to be able to throw. So it Jesus. doesn't even... Does it even make a difference at this point? Uh, so, 
if that if so do you think you would have continued to play baseball and, and try to go into like the uh the uh, like the professional baseball league oh, oh yeah what's I was, the, I mean, what's I the was, word I was totally mlb uh no that's, that's minor, well it. i would start you start off in the minor leagues you know you got rookie ball then a which consists of low a a and high a and mm-hmm. then you got double a and then you got triple a these are all different teams that you got to work your way up the ranks before you make it to the major leagues mm-hmm. and uh you know i mean yeah personally you'll never hear me say you know that I didn't have the confidence that I would have been able to make it, but you know that's that's all in the past. You know, I, I, once I got hurt, you know, I had a big decision to make. I could have, I didn't have health insurance at the time. That's probably the main reason I didn't get the surgery and was like, all right, it's time to move on because I knew I could do pretty much anything. I could still work out and lift and mm-hmm. do anything pretty much. The only thing I really couldn't do was throw a baseball. And that's so. the one thing you needed to do, I guess. Yeah, well, it was you know it was definitely not easy to say goodbye to the game. It was mm-hmm. not easy. I was very invested. I loved it. No, I'm sure. Enjoyed. Man. I was a closer, you know. So every wow. time, every time that you were we the were headliner. Winning, well, every time we were winning at the end of the game, you know, if it was a close game, or you know, even not even at the end of the game, but mainly at the end of the game. But anytime we were, it was a close game and we like couldn't let up a run, the the team goes, John, you're up, baby. Damn, you gotta win dude. this game for us. Yeah, that's so incredible. I loved it, man. I loved it. I know, like I said, you know why why I like the in person auditions is because you put the pressure on me. That's mm-hmm. when I thrive usually. Because even baseball, like even sports, uh, are some sort of like it's theater. You know, you're putting on a show, and you know, not that I'm saying you have to be someone you're not, but that's the same feeling you get when you're on when you're performing on a stage. You know, what I mean, it's like this euphoria. Sports. Well, just so you know, it's not you know, it's not like. I'd never been on a stage before, mm-hmm. you know, like baseball was the only thing. No, mm-hmm. no chance. I, I, that was just my, the thing that I was the best at mm-hmm. at the time because I put the most time into it mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, I always was doing well. I was usually one of the better players on my team in high school. I was probably, probably the best player on my team. If they ever hear this, uh, it was a team effort, obviously. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's good. We, you know, we won a championship together, all that. Uh, that's cool, know. man. Um, I was going to transition into how did you get into the arts? How did I get into the arts? Well, my mom made me do dance school. I did dance school. Why is that? Uh, My parents used to like to let me, make me do pretty much every kind of thing. It's so funny. Like, you know, your parents would think that going to dance school is, it's just an extra like curricular activity for you to like learn. Well, my mom had things that she wanted me to do. And my dad had things that he wanted me to do. So I did both. I mean, I but played, are we I talking every about sport in the book. hip-hop or something? Or how, I what? did hip-hop. I did ballet. I really? Did, I did every kind of dance you could possibly did imagine. Did you enjoy doing that? Uh, For a while. For a while. And then they tried to get me to join their, like, traveling troupe mm-hmm. thing. The <laughs> Cougars. I remember. I remember. That's uh, and I was like, uh, no, because I I like sports better. I mean, I not the same. Did you know um, Ryan Gosling was a professional dance, like a kid's yeah, dancer? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was in that. He was in the Disney, the Mickey Mouse troupe, Mickey or Mouse yeah, Club. Yeah. yeah, the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think that the reason why I'm, I would say, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm great at anything. I mean, I'm just, I think I'm above average at a lot of things because I just basically growing up, I, my parents put me into everything. How do you feel about your, your acting? Like, how do you feel about your craft? You, you know, saying how you're, you're, you're very confident when it comes to things that you do. How does that leak into your artistic stuff? Well, first of all, even if I'm bad at something, I'll be confident about it. Cause that's, you gotta be, you can't, can't be insecure or else you're never going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, secondly, how do I feel about it? I think that I came here with uh, a better than most that first come out here, and I've only gotten better. And you know, 
uh, yeah, I mean, I, I deal with just like anybody else, those insecurities, you know, that sometimes you don't feel good enough because, you know, you got, I went a year, there was not the first year. I mean, in between I got something early and then, and then in between I went like a year without booking anything. So obviously you're going to be like, wow, I'm not good enough. What the hell am I doing here? Mm -hmm. But you can't, you can't live that way. You gotta, you gotta be like, you gotta strap on your boots and you gotta be like, all right, I can do this. And then, you know, booking, 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 and you get a bunch more stuff and then I, you know, I decided to come up with the crazy idea to start making my own stuff. Mm -hmm. and so, you know, even if you're not booking through your agency, you're still creating, you're still being active in the community. Uh, so, I mean, it's just doing, you know, a lot of people sit around and do nothing. It's, and that's not doing anything. You know, a lot of people come out here thinking they have it that don't. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, does that worry me sometimes that I'm one of those people? Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's good. Like I said, like, it's good to know that you have it and it's good to use that. And it's all, but it also, it's also very good to know when like, okay, it's time to like throw in the towel, not, not give up, but it's like, all right, look, not that I don't have it, but it's just like, I need to start doing something that I can like, you know, grow my life from, you know, I can, I have to start being a responsible adult. To a certain level, I agree with you. Yeah. To a certain level, I agree with you. Obviously, you know, in my past, obviously, you know, I decided to give up baseball. Mm -hmm. However, you know, now I'm a 26-year-old guy and I've kind of made my decision to be here. I feel like it's either, it's either make it or die. You know, that's yeah, how, no, that's, for that's sure. That's another way I look I think, at it. I know? think that whole sink or swim idea, and and I I don't think anyone should ever put like anxiety to them. I don't think, I think a lot of times we do work with the anxiety within us, and that's how we get things done. But I think it's more so like you're scared of it, of not knowing how far you can go. You know what I mean? And like that is that is a fear that I have a lot of times. It's like. I don't want to go so far into it that I like lose myself. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to lose the the person I've always been. I don't want to be this miserable. Don't you don't you yeah. shouldn't you should not change. Hollywood should change for you. You shouldn't change for Hollywood. I want to bring this up real quick. Um, I thought this was super interesting. You made a pledge years ago to donate to a charity every single time you get an acting mm -hmm. job. How did that start? Um, how did that start? First of all, it makes me feel good inside. To be mm -hmm. honest with you, there's, you know, it's not. Uh, can't say I'm the most selfless person, so I gotta make that make that clear. Uh, I I do it because you know, part part of the reason, not the main reason, but the part of the reason is because I feel at ease. You mm -hmm. know, like uh, you know, like you I, give back I and contribute you back. to the world. Yeah. You know, and not just to myself. Uh, so that that's a good feeling for me. That's mm -hmm. not. And then the other reason is because. Uh, well, there's multiple reasons. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. This is something I thought about for a while before I actually decided to do it. Uh, the other reason, one of the other reasons would be because, you know, there's people out there who need the money way more than I do. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not a millionaire, but I, mm -hmm. you know, I know that there's people who are in worse positions than I'm in. So yeah, no, it's could, incredible, man. They use it better than I could. And so every job you get, you donate to uh, new every charity. time. That's every great, time. man. Yeah. I did it. The, the main starter of it was, uh, in honor of my mother. So, mm -hmm. uh, who was the most selfless person I've ever met in my life. So mm -hmm. that's good. Man. Uh, the reason why I came out here to Los Angeles and bet my whole life on this whole thing was because when I was, well, when I was 16, I lost my father to heart disease. Oh, and then I'm sorry. I, yeah, well, when I was uh, 21, I lost my mom to cancer. So. Oh, man, I'm so sorry, man. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I still have a brother, but uh, pretty mm -hmm. much my... Uh, 
my whole I did have a really good family growing up. Mm-hmm. And like you were right about that at the beginning of this, and but unfortunately we were broken up, and mm-hmm. I decided that once I graduated from college, I would work in Manhattan for a few years. Mm-hmm. So I worked there for almost three years, two and a half years, three years, and uh, save up some money and then come out here and do this whole thing because fuck it, we're all gonna yeah. die when we're young anyways. Well, I will say that having someone lose family at such a young age like you have become such a impressive human being yeah i don't feel that way all the time though. well i mean i'll let you then i'll let you know because it's it really does show that like you know a lot of people including me i don't think i would have been able to have the strength to do the things that you do and 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 succeed in the way i don't feel like i've achieved much (laughs) well hey listen you're not face down in a puddle somewhere you know i mean like a lot of people would just give up like you haven't done that you know i mean and it shows it you know give yourself a lot of credit because you know you're doing you're doing a lot of good work man and for someone who um you know has to go through something like that it's hard it's very hard. Unfortunately, and, I, I do appreciate the words you're saying, but I can't. I can't feel that way until I until I reach my goal. All right, well that's okay. That well, can't put it, it put it in an envelope, and in ten years when you feel that way, open yeah, we'll, it again, we'll bury and then it. you can we'll think. put it in a time capsule. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I can't express how that must feel, and you know, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't imagine. But you know, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's it's been, it hasn't been easy. Mm-hmm. It definitely, definitely mm-hmm. hasn't been easy. But the fortunate thing is that I have uh, a great brother mm-hmm. and the best friends you could possibly imagine. I'm I'm definitely there for you, dude. So well, I, mean, I root for you. I hope all the best for you. So you know the, that's the, it's the true. It's why I believe so much in humanity mm-hmm. because you know the the lengths that people will go. To a guy like you, who I've you know have I've only known for what, not that long, <laughs> for a total of like maybe four days. For someone I haven't known that long, it, it you know, gives me a lot of faith in humanity, and that's, well, that's you know, good, man. That's hence good. the reason why I think it's good to give back. And then so that's you know, good. All, well, the, all these I'm, things, all these I'm factors. glad that you're using everything that you have to your potential for good. Well, it's either like I said, it's either succeed or fail or die, you know, whatever, and. Uh, Unfortunately, I have I do have one bleak outlook that I'm not gonna last extremely long. You know, mm-hmm. I'm probably not gonna make it past my 60s. You know, I don't know it. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, I still live a pretty healthy life. I eat really healthy. I go to the gym daily. So yeah. you know, it's like I still you know I do my best, but. It's a good outlook to have because only reason I say I know That's most what, people won't agree, but the only reason I say that is because it makes me dream bigger. It makes me work faster, work harder, so that I can at least if I'm gonna go out young, I'm gonna go out with a freaking bang. I think about this a lot because I I think about death a lot and oh god, Don't well, get not, me started. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not in like a not in like a really dark like scary like um you know we're all gonna like yeah i've come to accept that we all die and that we all need to come to terms with you know the life that we live and i think about this a lot when i fly because i don't like flying i'm scared of flying and i remember was as a kid but recently i become scared of flying i don't know what it is i just as i become older it just it worries me sometimes when i fly i have this idea of like if the plane went down right now how would i feel would i be scared Truly, I wouldn't know until the moment happens. But I always say to myself, I'm not really scared of dying. I'm only scared of not living. And I think that's what you achieve oh, for sure. to do. I think that's what you're trying to live oh, every day. Oh, for yeah. sure. And, I, and I feel the same way. Like, I'm not really scared of dying. It's okay. It's a, it's a thing. And it's okay. You know, it's a normal thing. We, all, we can all agree. 
but you have to make sure that while you're here, you need to make it worth it. And that's what I'm trying to do. Let's put it this way to you. When after that all that whole thing happened, I graduated from Rutgers and I worked in Manhattan for two and a half years. I, I had a really good job. I made a lot of good. I made good money. I was set up. It was golden. Uh, but I just wanted more. I needed more because I didn't, you know, as much as I could have been content with that, I decided, you know what, I want more. I want to really like the only the only way to really live is to take big risks, in my opinion. So I take those big risks, and here I here I am. There's, yeah. There's times. There's times where I'm like, how old are you, how old are you now? Twenty six. So. So so another 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 forty or what thirty six years according to you or whatever apparently apparently <laughs> so listen I don't write the rule book God does all right I don't you know. well I I hope that you're here much longer than that because I would like to see I would all. in fact put this in the time capsule as as well with my my advice is that I hope that when we're in our in our eighties we could still be friends why not I'm with it cool man can I put you in the time capsule. Me like physically me? Yes. Oh, I love that. I'll just give you rations. I'll give you rations to, for the next anywhere. fifty years. <laughs> and just beef jerky yeah. and like bread. No, you could do what Buddha did: one grain of rice a day. No, I like to eat. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm not a Buddhist. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'd like to practice it, but I'm not right now. All right. Well, now we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Hey guys. Um. So we have a new product here. Um. I'm so. Uh, excited to announce it, and I have the creator of the product, uh, Mike Michaels. He's here. He's uh, he's he he came all the way from Portland. Uh, thank you so much for being here, Michael. Um, Hello, uh, my name is Michael Michaels. I'm from Portland, Oregon. How you doing, man? I want to tell you a little bit about my product. That's called. Java Good Morning. Java <laughs> Java Good Morning. Wow, that's incredible. Now, you 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 grew up in Portland or I grew up in Portland, man. Don't you ask questions. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure cuz cuz uh, you know, the accent's a little uh misleading. But um so you have this product Java Good Morning. How did you come up with that name? Well, do you never have enough time to wake up and have your coffee? Imagine your alarm couldn't wake you up. Oh God! You know how many times I I'm I'm late to work because my alarm doesn't wake me up because it's just a sound. I mean, how many sounds do you hear in the morning? You think your alarm's gonna make a difference? Way too many sounds, my man. Way too many sounds. So is that how you came up with this product, Java Good Morning? Well, I wasn't waking up. Apparently, all the sleeping pills and the marijuana was like making me sleep a little bit longer. <laughs> so you had to have a caffeine fix to sort of get you up in the morning. Absolutely, huh? and I didn't have enough time to get up and go get my coffee. So how does this work? What ha- how does Java Good Morning play into the morning routine? When you go to sleep, you have to put a tube into your mouth, and instead of having an alarm clock going off, all of a sudden. Your coffee squirts out from a coffee maker on, <laughs> that's taped onto your ceiling, and it shoots right down your throat. Wake up with coffee. So this sounds a lot like a prototype. Have you gotten it out to the field yet? I use it every day, man. So basically, you have to fall asleep with the tube in your mouth. and Make sure you breathe out to your nose. And assuming you don't do a lot of movement throughout the night, and then by the time it's time to wake up, you have boiling hot coffee shoved down your throat. And instantly, not only are you awake, but you get 
a cup of joe as soon as you wake up. Don't worry about the moving part. This this product also comes with free straps to strap you into your bed. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so you strap yourself in all night? That's only if you buy now. You get it for $9.99 with free straps. Now, I see you have a couple's discount for two people that want to have it together. Now, do they also need two cups of coffee or is it the same cup? Uh, it's two cups of coffee, but there's a, the tube goes into your mouth and then it separates. So some goes into your, your gullet and the other goes into your partner's. (laughs) Oh, I see. I see. So it's actually just one tube, but it sprays so much. It wakes up the person next to you. Yeah, man. (laughs) Okay, man. Um, so let me ask you something. Is it a specific flavor? Do you guys have different flavors? Is it just one that you guys use? Oh man, we got, you got, we got your black. We've got your black with cream. We've got your black with sugar. We've got your black with cream and sugar. So, basically, it's not the types of coffee. It's just how you like your coffee. <laughs> oh, booyakasha. You know what I'm saying, man. Oh, great. Well, Mike Michaels, it's such a pleasure having you. Where can we find you? Not in Jamaica. <laughs> okay. Don't find me. Don't ask questions. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming by. Folks, try Java Good Morning. It will get you up. And it'll get you perked. Buy it and I won't send people after you. Thank you so much. Um, all right, so I like to talk about movies. Obviously, you probably love movies. I love movies. And it's the whole reason why I started doing this. Because, you know, I grew up watching amazing film and even really bad film. And that was like, I didn't care what it was. I loved watching it. So I like to ask the guests, like, what's a movie that you loved watching? either growing up or now, over and over again, like one of your favorite films, obviously. What's one of your guilty pleasure movies? Hmm. That's a tough question. Exactly. And what's maybe one of the worst films you've ever seen, but it's just so fun to watch? Oh, I mean, that one's an easy one, but I I feel like a lot of people would cop out and say this answer. I don't know if I'm the only one, but The Room, have you ever seen The Room? Of course. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, the last one, the worst movie ever, Mm -hmm. but not just, I I would never just watch The Room, you know, Mm -hmm. at home. It's one of those, it's a social event. Uh, yeah, like yeah. you ever go to the you ever go to the, like the first Saturday night? Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to do it in New York, and I've been to been to the one here in L. A. Mm-hmm. once. I want to go again. Was he there? No, he was at the one in New York, though. I went in to New York. The, yeah, I went to the there. one here. There was one in Westwood, and I went with Rachel, and because we were there, and then they had a they had a, a, a you know, like a poster for it, like, hey, we're showing the room Friday night, and I was like, great, this will be fun. So we went. Tommy Wazoo was there. And Tommy Wiseau. I'm listen. I'm, <laughs> oh, is I'm it sorry. Wiseau? Yeah, I'm sorry. Wow, my bro- big, my big brother, fan, huh? my fan. brother would be very. No, my brother's a huge fan. I, is your I brother mean, older or younger than you? He's 30, 33. Shit. Okay, he just turned thirty three. Wow. Yeah, so he's uh, he's a little older, but he's mm-hmm. a massive fan. So of I, the room. I, oh, he loves it. Oh my, oh my god. god. Like, I, I love it too. It I love it too. But this guy, he has there. He has the books. He has he what? Loves, like the scripts? He, or is there a book has, about the room? You ever see that movie with um? Disaster James Franco. Yeah, 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 it was that, great. That's based after the book. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. It oh, it was the book about the 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 about, kid. The, uh, the Greg Sestero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wrote the a book about guy. it. Okay. He wrote the book about it, and my brother has. Why does he? That. My brother why, has pictures with Tommy. Was so, I'm sure he. he is, I'm, I'm sure he appreciates everything. it because it's like a fun thing and all that. But why does he? Why is he so into it? Uh, he's he. My brother's just into all this, like all this. You know what? He's he's actually every time that he brings me to all these things that he likes they're always a lot of fun so he just knows how to pick these 
wild, obscure things that good, happen man. to I, be a lot of fun. I'm the oldest in my family. I wish I had like an older brother who was like, let's just do this for fun. You know what I mean? Well, like I, I didn't even know what the room was until my brother was like, hey, like you want to come see this movie? It's the worst movie ever made. Uh, and then they play it at a theater and people throw spoons, spoons at the screen. I know. And I'm like, I didn't know that I'm either. Like, All right. They're like, why not? It was the first time we saw it was in a theater. Basically, because that was the first time I had seen it, too. I kind of wish I had seen it with just, like, a few friends, like, in a living room or something like that. Because it probably would have been a different experience. Because since I was in the room with all these people, they had already seen it. So they were, like, quoting the entire film. They kept throwing spoons at the screen. I was like, that's great. But I'd rather kind of just watch it, like, with just a few friends who hadn't seen it for the first time. It, it Well, that's what I'm very excited because my roommates haven't. So eventually I'm going to take them out to see the one. And, mm-hmm. I actually have it on uh, DVD. Because oh, me too. Because when oh, I, I when we went to go DVD. see it, um, it was a huge line, and the guy, uh, I guess like the guy who owned the theater was like, "Look, if you guys plan on buying merchandise, you get to skip the entire line." And I was like, "Yeah, why not?" And I think the DVD was like ten bucks, so I was like, "Yeah, sure." So we bought the DVD, and we had Tommy Wazoo. How do you say it? Oh my god, my <laughs> was out. My brother's gonna be very <laughs> mad that I did this podcast. With yeah, him. but it's like the Tommy Wazoo. It's like the least thing to be concerned about. <laughs> I know, I know. Tommy Wazoo. No, I don't personally care. Yeah, I, know, I, I know. just know my it's, brother's gonna listen to this. Too. Andrew, I want to let you know, I'm sorry. Sorry, I just, I just I'm met also this sorry, guy. Andrew. I just I'm, met this guy. All yeah, right, I'm sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just Your brother's like, dude, fucking hit him, bro. Just hit him, bro. So I have his signature on the DVD. <laughs> That's great, man. All right, guilty pleasure. Let's hear it. Guilty pleasure movie would be basically anything Adam Sandler. Oh yeah, for sure. Outside of like his huge ones that a lot of people like. Like I, I like all his movies that people like, consider his shit. most recent ones. Maybe? Well, not like Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill sucked, but <laughs> I'm saying no, like yeah. like people don't like Mr. Deeds. I like Mr. Really? Deeds. I thought Mr. Deeds was great. Well, I, I mean, people, a lot of people... Are oh, I... you sick! You sick! <laughs> I love that movie. Obviously, I love uh, Happy Gilmore mm-hmm. and Billy what's, Madison. What's Two one of, of your favorites for Sandler? Well, my I mean, favorite's probably favorite, The Waterboy. But... Oh, I was about to say... Yeah, yeah that's, that's probably, probably mine, favorite. too. Yeah, that's so funny. Why, why do you think that one's the most popular? I think it came out at the perfect time. It came out like he was right out, fresh out of like SNL. Well, which I don't know the order of which they came when they came out. Like, yeah, which true. came out first, Waterboy? I think Billy Madison was the first one. I think, but I could be wrong. I would say though that I I like I like pretty much most not everyone because some of them fucking suck. But mm-hmm. like I like bedtime stories. <laughs> like, I like bedtime stories. <laughs> Basically, any most of the movies, obviously, except for a 90s, few of them that were really Sandler. bad. Yeah, but okay. yeah. Once I think when he, once he's gotten older, I feel like he's uh, he's definitely changed as a you know as an artist. Well, like, what did you sure. think of Uncut Gems? Oh, you're gonna hate me. I haven't seen it. Yet. That's okay. That's okay. So I was a lot in, of people haven't seen it. Yet. Well, so so I uh, me and my roommates we like to watch all the new movies. That's one of our favorite things to do. We like to mm-hmm. watch it analyze it critique it tell tell say what we have problems with it okay. what was done great what was done bad okay uh but i was in new jersey for uh the for christmas mm-hmm. uh, that's when i came until out. january well or, now that you say that what's a movie that you've seen what's the last movie you've seen recently that oh, really yeah. blew you away oh god that's not even oh my god i saw it like Three days ago, 1917. It was amazing. Oh man, I keep hearing that it's oh, so good. So fucking what is good. so good about it? Is it the cinematography? Because I know that's yeah, like the, the main cinematography thing. Yeah. for sure. I mean, you know, the acting's <laughs> the acting's solid. Yeah, you know, it's definitely it does the job, and that's all that's all you need. Mm-hmm. You know, you you don't need. I mean, like 
you don't need like riveting performances for this type of movie mm-hmm. you'll, and you'll you'll see it when you see it but the cinematography is what does it i mean it's it obviously there's you know magic cuts mm-hmm. where they you know but the the where they like make it seem like there's no cut but they actually they're definitely cutting but what happens is that the whole movie is like one shot mm-hmm. so they just you know this whole time you're following this guy it's like one whole shot it never stops so the whole film is you're one just shot. following the sky yeah yeah i mean yes the way to the viewer yes it's I one see, shot. I see. obviously they're doing things where like Somebody walks by and then they it's, probably cut you know, and edit. And yada, 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 yeah, yeah, stuff like that. But it, but it, there's no like it's scene, so seamless. To scene. It's just this. It, no, it's it's no. this guy is the protagonist from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I don't want to give you any more information because there's a few surprises in there mm-hmm. that you should. I'm you excited. Should, you I'm should really see the movie. It looks it, great. Uh, I I've have said this that it is definitely one of my top favorite movies of all time. Really, it's that good. Good. It's I'm glad. Good. I'm. I liked. I like to hear that because that means that a movie's doing something fucking good. Well, man. like you know, I think that the best movies are always the ones that take you from high to low. Mm-hmm. You know, like where sometimes you know you're just not on guard, like th- expecting anything. Well, and here's a good example. All of a sudden, something happens. What did you think of Parasite? Did you see Parasite? God, I ah. see. All right, hold on. Let me explain. I was home. From Christmas until but par- no, right no, 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 no. Parasite Year. came out way before. Yes, the New but Year. I usually see all these movies with my roommates, and they saw they saw Parasite oh. and Uncut Gems while I was in New Jersey. Yeah, I go to movies by myself. <laughs> I honestly think watching shows and film helps you become a good writer. You know, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. See, so so me and my roommates. The reason that we're we're roommates is because we're partners. Mm-hmm. So we we write stuff together. We write our own stuff. Yada yada yada. We all produce it together. We all make it we actually make our you know our show so we actually we actually wrote produced uh and two of us acted in a pilot that we made i don't know probably like four months ago now and we're, we're cool. doing the same thing now we all have our own pilots so we're all writing our own pilots. oh that's fun we're also writing our own sketches and yada 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 but they are it, there's totally different than the way there's writing style is so different than my writing style their writing style is very structurally sound it's like it's like you go to class, you go to a class on writing and they teach you, they teach you, all right, you got to make, you got to make the beginning, the ending, and then the body is like three points, like in any, you know, in any, mm-hmm. whatever, three dashes for mm-hmm. the, the body. My, I'm, I'm much more of like a freestyle writing where it's like, I'd say the start same, writing yeah. and then like, just stop when you can't think anymore, you know? Yeah, so I'm the same it, way. It's, it's, it's very, it's very interesting to me. I mean, actually, it's a really good partnership because, you know, we both have we both have different styles. So when they're running out of ideas, I can spark some inspiration of like things that just ideas that pop, 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 where when I write something and it's not completely structurally sound, they help me make it to a structure that's going to resonate with an audience, you know? So what is your favorite? One of your favorite movies? My favorite movies, as much as I like cinema and the art of movie making and all that stuff, I, I still, you know, growing up, the reason why I'm, I was happy to do this, still growing up, you know, my, I've always loved blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Oh, any kind of blockbuster. I mean, like, you know, Marvel. I love Marvel. I love, like, The Matrix, you mm-hmm. know, all that. All Any kind of blockbuster. Mm-hmm. That's my ultimate goal, is my ultimate goal is to be a blockbuster movie actor. Okay, that's cool. Because I see an art in that that 
you know, I don't you, think you anyone's going to disagree with that. You hear Scorsese say that, that, oh, that's not art. But I think, you know, if you're if you're making yeah, an audience feel different things, like if you're making an audience feel different things, then there's an art to that. Like I remember, yeah, Scorsese would make would have negative comics towards the Marvel films. Um, who's the Titanic guy? What's his name again? Uh, Cameron James Cameron. Yeah, like he talks shit about like the Marvel movies. And I'm like, but why though? Why? They're just, they're just like, why would you talk? You're basically just talking down other people who want to do their art. You know, it's like, it's just another source of art. It's another form of artistic creativity. What's, what's so bad about making a big blockbuster film? Some people just see it as, you know, the only form of art is their way and not other people's way is, is the way I see it. I mean, like you can't. If they're not following in line with what, how you see art, then is it art? But those people are very close-minded, and they should probably, you know... If, if it resonates with an audience, it's just like any painting, you know? If, if you look at a painting and say, wow, that painting is is crap, but a lot of other people are like, wow, that painting is amazing, you know? That's clearly art to somebody. And the funny thing is, like, Endgame is a good movie. It wouldn't have been a good movie if they weren't so uh, they weren't such good directors. Like those guys are really good at directing film. Right. I mean, they made a an, a fantastic film. They made they were. I mean, those those films were good. I you know, it, it, no matter what you your idea of like an art or, or what of art and or cinematically is a touching picture. I so mean, when it's, you it's when you good, go back to think about favorite films, do you think like Indiana Jones, Love Back to Indiana the Future? Jones. Back to the Future is one of my favorites. Yeah, same yeah. here. I Love talk about that movie future. all the time on the it's podcast because it's, it's great. Amazing. And it's way ahead of its time, too, yeah. obviously. So. It, it so was. Um, and like Michael J. Fox, like his character was just so cool. Like, just, and they like, almost predicted the 2015 World Series. So that was <laughs> Miami versus the Cubs, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, those. I guess those are your favorite types of movies like that. Yeah, I love blockbusters. What about like Lord of the? What them. about like the love Lord of the Rings? Lord of, Lord of the Rings. Rings. What about Lord Harry Potter? Love Lo- Harry Potter. Okay, love okay, all so that all the, kind of okay, stuff. Okay, great. I like That's good. Me too. I, like I love sci-fi and fantasy. What's movie? That, what's what? In in that category, what's one of those movies that you would go back and watch over and over again? Well, I just rewatched the Lord of the Rings trilogy not too long ago. Yeah, because it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, not too long ago, I watched that. Harry Potter. I'm sure I will rewatch it one day because it's great, but mm-hmm. I, I haven't even thought about it in a yeah. while. Uh, I mean, Marvel. You can, I can watch Marvel. Yeah. Over, you can watch Marvel movies whenever because they're just entertaining. Like, even, yeah. like, the Captain America movies, like, those are really good. Like, those those are well done. It's like, if you like comics, like, the story's going to be fun to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, let's move on because we, we are... I got all night, baby. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Awesome. I got all night. Good. Nah, I got a nice little young lady coming over <laughs> later tonight. Oh, really? Do you really? Come on, man. <laughs> all right cool um her name is um can't say it out loud yeah uh really quick is there any music that you listen to well first of all i i love exploring new music almost every day like is there some sort of is there any music that you listen to that you get in the mood with or that helps you get in the mood you know whether it's for an audition or whatever but uh what's even, like what's up what this. what is what's up so i came here yeah. blasting music oh what, what were you listening oh, to for sure I'll, i mean i'll tell you all about it all right you cool man hear all about it I'll so yeah I'm, that's yeah. what that's what we're here for <laughs> um uh so basically i mean i kind of switch from genre to genre however um however i'm feeling in that particular time mm-hmm. right now i'm i'm into like kind of like a mix of alt rock and beats i don't know what to call it kind of like, not not edm but Mm, I'm thinking like Foster the People. 
Oh, okay. That, yeah, yeah that makes like, more sense. Fossil the people. people. Is there a certain song that, like, one specific song, whether you heard as a kid or you always go back to that you that you like love like a, a go-to theme of yours no not really there's always a new song that i can't stop playing like true, i want to play true. all the time it, usually it's there's songs that pump me up like mm-hmm. let's fucking go well what's one of your favorite bands or groups foster the people's my foster favorite. the people See, i have here's here's another little, little uh issue of mine i have a really I have a really big problem with silence i don't like silence mm-hmm. at all it always the same way me. like i always need music in the room oh man i'm in always, the car that's why i'm always bla- watching stuff always, on my phone not, not just not just music blasting i need it to like do you know why consume that is consume me why why do you do you know uh, well, I, oh, do you want, are you trying to I'm ask asking you, yeah. Do you know why that is for you, at least? I have an idea of why that is. Do mm-hmm. I know why it is? No, not exactly. I would just say that, you know, it stops me. I feel like I think a lot. I think too much. Same, yeah. And so it stops me from thinking so think, much. It's a distraction. Although, it's a, here's the it's funny a total part. distraction. Here's the funny part. When I write, I feel like it helps me think. Mm. It feels like... All right, like just say you had ADHD. Mm-hmm. It's like when you when you don't want to think so much, you blast the music so that you're, so that you're. It's like you're what Ritalin or whatever sure, Adderall. Like Adderall, yeah, yeah. It's like that. So it's like all right, I don't have to think. I just listen and groove to the music. That's mm-hmm. it. Or but when I'm writing, it's kind of like that. I can like channel it into. I can channel into, all right, I'm thinking about this one thing. Just keep going. Just mm-hmm. keep going. Like, And that's the only thing. I. And then the music is just background noise. But if I'm doing something else where it's like I need to concentrate on one thing, then I kind of my ears kind of like bl- black or black out the song a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's still there, but it's more of like muddling the the noise. So it's just background noise mm-hmm. so that – I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting – dynamic i mean i guess it's like it i don't know i don't even know how to explain it well, it's I mean, like it's how people just... would like listen to music while they study you know it's kind of like it it it, it kind of like puts you in this zone you know what i mean yeah it, exa- it, it, exactly it drowns yes. out this like it's the same reason why we watch movies because we want to be drowned out we want we, we we're, we're pulled out of our body it's the only time we're actually present you know? i mean i basically if i'm not talking to people i basically have music on all the time yeah so, i mean my i mean my the, my whole music taste has changed and developed you know over time i mean i i still enjoy all the other music that i used to listen to but you know right now i'm in like a phase where it's like one certain type of music but mm-hmm. if i had to go listen to their music i'd be happy to do so yeah i'm the same way like in, co- way. in college i was like just pure edm you know go to like really yeah i never got into edm ever i don't know what it was uh have you ever been to a festival yeah, I have actually, but that's that's where I really liked it. Yeah. You know, I went to just Ultra dancing, having a good time. Oh no way! Yeah, that's a good just, one. That's a good one. Never but I just there. never. I just was like, whatever. I, I went to. Didn't. I went to a few. Went to a few. I mean, Ultra Everyone Miami. Did. I heard that's. I heard that's a good one. It's fine. I mean, like maybe not for me. You know, it just wasn't my cup of tea. But yeah, just yeah. the EDM, you know, world never did anything for me. You like you like that stuff. You like weed and all that stuff. <laughs> what are you, my dad? You like that stuff? No, I'm curious. I'm uh, curious. yeah, man. I I uh, I do like. I think marijuana is uh, it's a good supplement for um for you know the the blues. I would say so, and and it also helps with anxiety a lot with me. Uh, it makes me more anxious. I don't. I haven't smoked weed in like a long time. But no, I mean that's cool, man. I mean I I I. Uh, I, I I'll partake because it it really does kind of like put me in a in a better mood sometimes you know, um and it's better than you know drinking, some days. Fair enough. I don't know. <clears throat> I like drinking. 
Um, I'd like to suggest a book to the audience. What's like one book that you well, can recommend? It de- it depends on what kind of book. Just my f- any book. A book that really spoke to you. You know, something that you read and that w- really stuck to you and that you really enjoyed reading. That you were like, I, I you would like to recommend to someone else to read. Well, I'm looking at all your books here on this bookshelf. A lot of them are Rachel's. I'm looking at all of Rachel's books on her bookshelf. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I don't really read fiction a lot, I guess. You know, but I would say that I, I read more of things that I can learn from. Okay. You know, first of all, Michael Payne. Michael Payne. Michael Caine. Oh, I've heard uh, that one. Uh, that he, one's been mentioned a, a few times. About, yeah. A, a lot of it is about, about acting. I didn't... I mean, I read when I was younger, but I didn't really start reading until after I graduated college and stopped playing baseball. Uh... Uh, Michael Caine's book, my favorite book, uh, if you're an aspiring actor, would be to read, it's a very good start, teaches you things that you like, every actor should know, is called, uh, Secrets in Screen Acting, and you should, you should read that. Who wrote that one? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It's the same thing, it's the same thing with the music. I never know who writes them. Secrets in Screen Acting? Secrets in, The Secrets of Screen Acting. That's pretty cool. It's a good book, it's, uh... It lays down everything that you you should know about. Not it's not the talent side of it; it's the technical side of it. So okay. so it's very important. So once you have those ideas down in your head, then the talent then you can let the talent take over. As long as you beat those ideas into your head, because you can have all the talent in the world and not know how to portray something to a camera, and it won't come off the same way. So hmm. d- I would definitely... And that kind of like... aspiring to be an actor... I that would, really kind of woke you when it came to that sort of aspect because... Did it... it Because you, were in, you really wouldn't know what it's like until you actually do it. You know what I mean? But the book actually, it was a good tool for kind of understanding that world. It's a good tool. It, it helped me... It helped me realize that the project of acting is is about a product and how you can how you can make that product the best possible you know obviously the talent's involved but there's just little tiny subtle techniques that you can learn uh that have nothing to do with talent that make your performance even better mm. so you know just the you know I gotta check it out. That sounds amazing. You, you should read it. There's there's things in there you may know, but there's things in there you probably won't know, and they're very you know. I mean, like the things you would probably know is like how to cheat the camera. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's obvious, but there's things about a lot of things you sound. There's things it's about funny other that, stuff that you should know. Well, that's the thing. It's it's funny that you can learn a lot from that book because a lot of the stuff about acting on film you have to kind of learn naturally you know what i mean so my my i think that the best way to learn anything is through experience i I, you know i don't think that's why i was i mentioned earlier that uh uh i don't like classes and i don't believe in classes so i've been to tons of classes Mm -hmm. but Sometimes you just have to use your own experiences as like not even my own experience. I'm saying the the best experience is to be on a set and and you know working with a direct a real director and Mm -hmm. you know like uh, someone who's pronounced and Mm -hmm. or renowned. Sorry, pronounced. (laughs) (laughs) Someone who's renowned and uh, uh, that's the that's the best way to do it. I mean, uh, I've taken tons of classes and I think they're good. You know when you start but then when you realize that there's nothing you know 
there's you, nothing you're not that, being pushed anymore. They're not they're not the ones that are teaching you. I think that the ones who really teach you are maybe a personal acting coach mm-hmm. who can actually really take you to the next level. Not yeah. not somebody who deals with 15 students in a yeah. class who's just getting paid and who's trying to put it on their resume. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, an acting coach or I think more importantly a director who's willing to work with you mm-hmm. who I you know, that's where I, that's where I think I, I learned the most was working with uh, this guy in New York City, actually, uh, doing plays. And he, uh, he, I mean, when he, like, gets, take, he, he takes you to the side by yourself, and he, he would, Jeffrey Ziner, great guy. Uh, I hope he'll probably never hear this, but uh, he's a great guy. And he would take me to the side and say, like, oh, this is, like, this is what you should do. And, I mean, it was, they were plays, but they were, they were also, like, he was teaching us to, do it for screen because he knew that everybody in the show was trying to be in the screen, not yeah. not do plays and musicals, you mm-hmm. know. So he was, you know, it's it's more. I think it's more that way. People who really take an, you know, an investment into your craft. I would just say, I would just say that the the best way to actually learn is to obviously not everybody can, you know, meet that director that helps them out that way. But, but what you can do is you can create your own stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I say create your own stuff, I don't mean like go on YouTube and make some silly YouTube video like Logan Paul, that <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I mean like create something cinematic. You yeah, know? I, you know, I, it's funny. I always hear that too. Like the best way to show people what you can do is just to make it your own, you know, make make your own things. Well, we got we got stuff. I'll show you. I'll show you some of our stuff. Cool, man. I'd love to see you. some of our it. stuff. We got some. We're filming some more stuff next week, so. Sweet, man. Well, yeah, keep doing that. Keep doing that. I, at the end of the podcast, I always like to ask the guest uh, kind of a fun question. What is your dream, your ultimate, your your breakfast that you would make for you? My dream breakfast? Yes. That was not the... I thought you were asking me what my ultimate dream was. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said, what's no, my dream breakfast? No, 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 no. This is only about breakfast, man. What is your dream, your, 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 your perfect breakfast? I mean, I can go have my perfect breakfast right now. I go to IHOP. So okay, so is it like a moons over Miami type of situation, or is it is a that what Denny's? over your whaty? You never had that? I think it's at Denny's. It's called a moons over Miami. Or something I don't like that. go to Denny's, man. That's just a rip off IHOP. So are you like a pancakes, eggs, bacon, all that type of stuff? Pancakes. Okay. Well, the all best the time. breakfast is there. It's country fried steak mm-hmm. with scrambled eggs mm-hmm. and hash browns mm-hmm. and two pancakes. Yeah, I, I, I honestly like. Anyone who's anyone will will always say like when it comes to breakfast it's the pancakes hash browns for sure. Uh, so you, you so when it comes to the meat portion it's the steak you want like the I whole like the steak. country fried steak because <laughs> a lot of people like it's um, definitely bad for you but steak and eggs is a very popular breakfast actually in the Cuban community well, it's like country fried up. steak though have you ever had country fried steak so is that breaded what is that it's breaded mm-hmm. and it's uh, it has white sauce. I don't even know what's on what the white <laughs> sauce is, but it's fucking but it's delicious. Good. It's freaking That's delicious. a there's a there's a um a similar dish like that that I used to eat a lot in in Miami. It's a Cuban dish. It's breaded chicken. Um and yeah, it might be chicken honestly. Yeah, it's like they fried breaded chicken. Yeah, it's just I don't, I don't even know what it is. It tastes really good. Though. But why for bre- why not? Why is it more of a breakfast thing for you? It, that I, don't, I mean, it's always just been a it's always served at breakfast anywhere yeah. I go that serves breakfast that has. Country fried steak. They're never serving so that country at night. fried steak and pancakes. Oh my god, that's a heart attack, brother. Right I'm 220 <laughs> pounds. I can eat a lot. Okay, I'm sure. No, I, can I'm, I believe. I, the funny thing is, I can eat steak, a lot too. Country fried steak, scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, hash that's how you prefer your eggs pancakes. because there's many ways to make eggs. You prefer scrambled yeah, all, all the way. Always been a scrambled guy. Same here. But I, I mean, they just taste better, right? 
Listen, honestly, anything other than what I eat for breakfast, because I, I eat the same breakfast every morning. Egg, same here. Egg whites, broccoli, and an apple. What? Damn, uh, dude. That's healthy as hell. Thing. Holy yeah. shit. What, what are you, men's health? Uh, no, I'm just 220 pounds, so I need to lose some freaking weight. <clears throat> this morning for breakfast, I had half a bagel, two eggs, potatoes, and turkey bacon. So, I, I like a big breakfast. I eat, I, eat, I eat, always eat a big breakfast. But that's, like, basically my breakfast. You know, some people say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Never heard that before. But that's cool, man. So, really? so no, I'm just kidding. So, country fried steak, um, pancakes, obviously, scrambled eggs. So, you got to have the hash browns. And I know you already have a lot of carbs in there, but are you a toast guy? Do you like toast? No. Really? You don't like toast? Like big, butter toast? I'm not a big bread guy. What? Yeah, I'm not a big bread guy. That's probably why you don't have a gut. Yeah, maybe. Because I feel like if you liked, you would eat a lot of bread if you liked bread. I mean, I feel like I used to when I was younger, but I just never really buy bread. I don't know. I, just, I eat bread at least three times a day. I eat the same meals every day. Bagels. I eat the same meals every day. Baguettes, all that stuff. I, I literally eat the same meals every day. I eat two meals a day, and they're the same. Hey, if it's good, what, who cares, you know? They're what's not, your, they're what's not your good. favorite? They taste crappy. Oh, is it like a diet thing? Is it like yeah, a... Oh, it's like a prepped I'll meal? i fat if I don't, unfortunately. Oh, see, see I can't gain jeans. weight, so I eat whatever I want. Well, no, 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 that's not true. I don't eat whatever I want. I eat a lot, but I make sure that it's like good you know what i mean like it's i don't eat like junk food you know what i mean yeah but when it comes to yeah. junk food what is your favorite listen i'm not just because i say I eat the same meal a day doesn't mean i don't cheat every now and again mm -hmm. all right favorite junk food pizza obviously Does that count as chunk junk of course yeah i wouldn't There's say a lot of protein and cheese i mean like have you ever once ate eaten pizza and not felt guilty no, I never feel guilty when I eat it. I fucking love it. Yeah, me too. But it, but it. It, but there is something wrong about oh, it, right? Oh, wait, hold on. Chick-fil-A, actually. Oh, I haven't been to Chick-fil-A in a while. I choose Chick-fil-A over. All right. Close. <clears throat> so these are the last, last questions. Um, Take your time with it, pal. Um, I oh, this is a, This is a new question. I just thought of this recently. What's what's your unrealistic dream job? Oh, you know? How unrealistic are we talking about? We're talking about there's no chance in a million years that it would ever happen? Not so much that there's no chance it would never happen, but it's a well, job. I know that what mine would be. Mine would be to be a quarterback for in the NFL. Yeah, but here's why. Here's why I say basically hundred million it's... years is it not? Because <clears throat> first of all, I throw a good ball. I throw a really good ball, and I'm pretty athletic. But would I ever get the opportunity to? That's do what that? I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah, never, yeah. What's like your unrealistic dream job? So it would be. I think I, I, think I could. Maybe. So, so you no, want to be? I don't be... think I could. I don't yeah. think I could. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could. I it's would like, love to though. Like, I would love to. Like, for example, I would be like, maybe you would want to be like a, a, a like a paleontologist. Like you would have to go to years of school like to study dinosaurs. I'm just yeah. saying, like, what would be something that you would always you would thought like you would always wanted to do? Oh, it would be between an NFL quarterback or astronaut. I love space. I love sci-fi. Yeah, that's so, see, mean, that's like, another. That's a perfect dream job. I'll maybe. never get that. I'm not good it's, enough. That's for why math. it's the unrealistic dream job. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're gonna do a quick round of this or that. Ready? Oh Jesus. <clears throat> Dean Martin or Frank Sinatra? Frank Sinatra. Coen Brothers or Tarantino? Tarantino. All right. Disney or Universal Studios? Ah, oh, you're giving me some tough ones here, <laughs> but I would go with Universal actually. That's a good one. Yeah, go Owen Wilson or Luke Wilson? <laughs> I like Luke better. I, I like, I Luke, like Luke better. I like I Luke better. I also like Luke Wilson better. Owen Wilson has had some bigger movies, but but it's, he's just Luke is always better. I you, think. Yeah, you just gotta root for him. Um, the Office or Parks and Rec? Oh, this is a tough one, mm -hmm. only because unlike most other people, I haven't 
I've seen episodes, plenty of episodes of both, but I've never seen the full shows of both, so I'm never really invested in what's going on. But you've seen enough to to know. I've seen enough. I I think I want to say Parks and Rec, but I also think that I've seen too many funny ass episodes of The Office, so I, I'm probably gonna have to go with The Office. That's okay. I mean, there you, there's no wrong answer for that one. Fair to enough. Be honest. Fair enough. Uh, Friends or How I Met Your Mother? How I Met Your Mother. I never watched cool. Friends. Uh, coffee or tea? Uh, coffee. However, a, <clears throat> a tea at, in certain times can really hit a the good spot. English breakfast, man. A little bit of cream. My, I, so when I go back home, I stay in New Jersey. I don't usually actually stay with my brother. I usually stay with an Irish family that mm-hmm. was like neighbors with the, that I was neighbors with growing up, and they have this Irish tea. It's like the it's like so delicious. I and know, it has, and it's caffeinated. It's, it's great. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, my next one is whiskey or beer. Oh, whiskey. Whiskey. I don't even really drink beer. You're my Just, God. It's all you I made have. me forgot I had a freaking IPA right <laughs> you here. You got a beer right I, in front I actually, of you. I actually don't really like beer. The only beer I do like is IPAs, and that's because I usually only drink one of them, so it's fine to have one. Yeah. Whiskey, hands down, not even close. All the time. I drink whiskey every time I'm I, I Honestly, I wish I did, but Rachel drank it all last night. Rachel, gosh darn it. <laughs> uh, Marvel or DC? Marvel. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> You had such a smug face when you said it. Yeah, because it's not even called DC movies have sucked. Are, well, are we talking about comics actually? Well, no, that's the thing. To... That's the thing though, because I also read comics and I love Marvel comics over DC comics. Okay, so if we're talking comics, still Marvel. Okay. Uh, you say you don't smoke, but indica or sativa? Um, when I used to smoke weed, it was definitely sativa. That's probably why you got so anxious. Indica is the more chill. Relaxed. No, I know, but when I. When I was starting to feel anxious, I tried to move on to indica to chill me out when I was smoking weed and never really did the job. So I was just like, eh, fuck it. I don't need it anymore. Um, old school or new school? Old school. Cool. Huh. Early riser or na- night owl? What, a bit of both. Yeah. Bit of both. It I changes mean, every day, doesn't know. it? It's bad. Same. Same. It's bad. I, I like to think that I wake up early, but there's some nights where I'm up to like 2, 3 a.m. Well, there's... Plenty of nights that I'm up very late, and there's plenty of times where I fall asleep at eight o'clock at night <laughs> and wake up at friggin' four thirty in the morning. So it's very difficult to say. Yeah, it's hard, man. My body's it's... my body does not have that biological. It's know, funny, my body's a wonderland. Um, <laughs> Star Wars or Harry that. Potter? I can see that. <laughs> uh, I have to go with Harry Potter. Really? I will say that. I do like Star Wars. I was very disappointed with the final trilogy, except for the last movie was pretty good. I liked the last one. I liked the, the last the, movie that the, just came out. Yeah, was, yeah, was good. It was yeah, good. It was I liked good. it too. I liked the whole like the, the new trilogy. The two before that were awful. I liked all. I liked all three of them. I I think all three of them were really mm, good. I didn't like. I didn't like the first two. Well, it's funny that you liked the last one then. I thought the last one was good. No one liked the last one. I don't like. I don't like movies that are too preachy. You know, and like the last a, one was very preachy. I guess I missed it. Yeah. I guess I but I still it. liked it though. I mean, like I don't like I don't like movies that have a political agenda. I like good movies. Like my favorite movies are yeah, but Star like, Wars favorite... is all about politics. It's it's World War Two. Yes, yes, I'm not gonna dis. Yeah, it's obviously about imperialist. Yeah, yeah. I get that. There's when they make it blatantly obvious. Obvious is when I don't like it. It doesn't seem clever to me. It seems like an agenda that needs to be. That's fair. I don't I don't I don't like that. That's I, fair. I like I like well I mean like the first. Three, which are technically four through six, was just an epic saga, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like 
you don't need them to to blatantly say things for you to to get them like you either get them or you don't mm -hmm. and either way it's still a good film yeah uh, so I, I but I Harry really... Potter is the the winner. Yeah, Harry Potter's the winner. Yeah, Harry Potter. I I love Harry Potter. I actually I just thought of a new one: sci-fi or spaghetti western. Sci-fi, hands down. All right, cool. Not even close. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, well that is the end of the show. Um, boy oh boy, this went on for a while, but I enjoyed every minute of yeah, it. I had a good time. I like to ask the guests if they want to promote themselves, like on social media or anything. If you want, sure. If you guys want to follow me, uh, you can find me on Instagram at John Young Actor J O N, not J O H N. John Young Actor. Now you know. All right, follow me. And sometimes <laughs> I take good pictures. Sometimes I look like shit. Whatever. <laughs> That's the power of social media. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to the show. Please remember to subscribe, leave a rating, a review if you so kindly want to. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell Nana. Please spread the word. Uh, let's get this out there. Um, any questions about the show, you can DM me on my Instagram. I don't know if anyone is even listening, but hey, why not? Thank you to Gilbert Louis Ray for the theme. And that is it. I like to end every episode with asking, um, let me start that again. I like to end every episode uh, with starting a sentence and having the guests end it. Is that cool with you? Fuck it. <laughs> Why cool. did I go to Groundlings? <laughs> I better be able to end this. So I usually say, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Conversations from a Room. Have a good night and... And have a good night. <laughs> oh, wow. No, hold on, hold on. I'm better than that. I'm better than that. I'm better than that. Should I do it again? No, like keep it rolling. Like this all better be in there. <clears throat> have a good night and don't let the bed bugs bite. Wow. You can't even say it right. God right? damn it. <laughs> one more, one more, one more. All right, all right. Third time's a charm. All right. Have a good night. And? And? And that's it. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> He literally just got up and walked away. <laughs> how about how about a, a tube that that shoots coffee into your throat at the time you're supposed to wake up? <laughs> What's that called? Uh, fuck, the coffee splurge. I don't know. Um, fuck. Funnel about uh okay so you said it's a tube right? Um, uh, I, that was the first one I spitball. I'm still liking your first two a lot better. <laughs> no, that was good. I like that it 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 shoots right in your mouth. It's, for when as it's, soon it's, as it's your, your alarm, alarm goes, as soon as your alarm goes up, beep beep. But it's not even no no. But it's not even there's no alarm like it just that's the alarm it just shoots right. Uh, Java, good morning. Java, good morning. And it's a Jamaican cup. Why don't you have? Why don't Java have? Java, good morning. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>